one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some R slash Am I the Butthole. I've done it again. If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. Go on, click the like button. <laughs> and let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story is coming from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for telling my adoptive mum? She's not my real mum. After she got upset, I didn't choose her husband to walk me down the aisle. I was adopted when I was a few days old. When I was six, my parents got divorced. And ever since, it seems like my mum wanted to squander the relationship between my dad and I because she was bitter my dad started seeing someone else after they got divorced. She was upset the judge gave him 50% custody and tried to change my last name to her maiden name when I was eight, but I refused. I was always close to my dad and knew he was the one that sought out my adoption. He's the infertile one. My mum has bio kids with my stepdad ever since I was young. He's a great dad that involved me in his hobbies. I'm now a violinist because of him and he taught me a lot. I met my stepdad when I was 13 and we got along but I never called him dad and we have a pretty formal relationship and aren't that close. My dad and his girlfriend ended up moving to Paris for his job when I was 15 and my mum decided that it would be an opportunity she would use to stop my relationship between my dad and I. She tried to tell me he moved away because he didn't really love me and that his job doing art is more important than me and that my stepdad spends time with me and sees me every day, but I won't call him dad and other things. My dad and I still FaceTimed and text, and even he bought me tickets to visit them during the summers, but my mum refused to let me. He moved back when I was 18, and our in-person relationship continued, pissing off my mum even more. I've been with my fiancé for three years, and we're getting married in a very small familial ceremony in the fall. For some reason, my mum thought I would have my stepdad walk me down the aisle. I was very confused and I told her I would be having my dad walk me down the aisle. She gets angry if I mention my dad so I don't bring him up when I'm around her but she's very aware we're still in daily contact and I see his wife and him every week. She got upset and started ranting that he was barely there for me and even left the country and that he's not my real dad. I just looked at her and said he's as much as my real dad as you are my real mum so if he's not my real dad then you're not my real mum she started crying and left i feel bad but i don't see how i'm wrong my sister called me saying i'm a really big asshole now this one reminds me of a story that was fairly similar we had a couple of weeks ago and obviously it was going to be a not the arsehole from reading the facts in the story you can clearly see that this one's not the arsehole at all but it did raise some questions and people were bringing it up in the comments as well saying stuff like like why why is your mum that jealous and and being so you know manipulative in this situation what did your dad do to make her this way after the breakup 
Is it really that she's just jealous of that he's moved on and found someone else? Or was there something deeper going on when they broke up? Was it was the breakup really that bad between them? And I'm not excusing mum for her behavior in this situation. Absolutely not. Because personally, I always see that, you know, you never try to separate your child from their bio dad or or any healthy relationships they have after the fact. It just it's just not right, is it? So I will say not the asshole in this situation. And we'll move on to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with laughing's better saying not the asshole. Please make sure all your wedding plans have a password to change details. Your mum sounds pretty controlling and might try to sabotage as revenge and okay yellow says not the arsehole one is your wedding your choice two your mother's bitterness has no place in your relationship with your father three she wanted to say he wasn't your real dad then she's not your real mum. you stated a fact she went there not your fault she couldn't handle it coming back four your mum needs to check herself outside question says not the arsehole you are exactly right by her logic if he isn't your dad she isn't your mum. More importantly, it seems like he's been there for you more than she has, if anything, he's more of a parent to you. Her bitterness and jealousy is her problem to deal with, not your issue to cater to. And OP replies to this one saying, thank you. All my siblings are telling me I'm evil and my stepsister who just had a baby told me she wouldn't contemplate her life in her daughter, ever said anything so hurtful and that I won't understand until I become a parent. I of course see my mum as my mum. I was just trying to use her logic against her. Now my family's saying my mum can't look at me the same anymore and I just feel overwhelmed, but I didn't do anything wrong. It's a lot. And TX Fun and Adventure says, you're not even remotely the asshole here. Your mother, well, that's a different story. Parents forget their children have perception and understanding of situations as well. And you can see your mother's actions for what they are. She has anger for your father that frankly, after all these years and another marriage should let go, but unfortunately she uses it on you. You're doing the correct thing and not the arsehole. And Paradox Jinx says, Not the arsehole. Your mother has no right to undermine the healthy relationship you maintain with your father. And we have one more from Sailor Princess 28 saying, Not the arsehole. She needed a reality check and you gave it to her. She wants what she wants and has no regard for your feelings or relationship with your father. Please inform her that if she doesn't like the way your words made her feel, she makes you feel the same every time she tries to exclude your father from your life. She needs to grow up and get over herself. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Do you think there's more going on in the background? And as I said, not that excuses mother, but do you think there is more going on? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Attack Poodle 94. Am I the arsehole for telling my mum to get life insurance before I'll agree to being a guardian for my sisters? I, 27 female, have two younger sisters who are 8 and 10. I love them dearly. They are amazing little girls and I'd do anything for them. Recently, a friend of my mum's died and it caused a whole issue because she was a single mother and there was a huge fight about custody of her daughter. It ended up with her moving away from where she lives now and she's having a really hard time adjusting. It kind of kicked my mum and stepdad into gear about making arrangements if something were to happen to them. My grandparents can't take them. They're too old now. They'd never be able to manage. They didn't speak to my stepdad's family or my mum's sister. So my mum asked me. I told her that I would, but she and her husband both need to get life insurance. I don't make that much. I can't support two kids and I work full time. My mum was furious. She just wants me to make sure they're looked after if something awful were to happen. 
and I get that, but I make under 19,000 a year working full time. I'd have to go down to part time, which means I'd be on even less. My grandparents would obviously help, but they're both flirting with their 90s and won't be around forever. I don't have a partner, it would be just me. The last thing I want is for my baby sisters to go into care, but I can't look after them with no money. Life insurance is an expense that they could probably do without paying, but if they want me to raise my sisters, I'm going to need financial help. Obviously, there's very little chance of something happening to them, but there was very little chance of something happening to her friend. It was a total freak accident. They're both not happy with me and my grandparents are staying out of it. And again on this one, absolutely not the arsehole. They're asking you to take on a huge responsibility and I know you would do it out of love anyway by the sounds of it, but this is the smart thing to do. And I can't believe the parents have the cheek to just like expect you to take kids without any sort of backup whatsoever. They should try to be making things as comfortable for you as possible if something were to happen. Trying to put myself in the parent's shoes, I'd be thinking I'd want all my kids to be as comfortable as possible afterwards. In my hypothetical situation, they'd already be dealing with grief and things like that. And the last thing I want them to do is be worrying about bloody money. You know what I mean? So absolutely not the arsehole. You're being totally realistic and you need to stick to your guns on this one as well. But never a thought says not the arsehole. If they're concerned about making arrangements, they need to make all the arrangements. I've recently learned firsthand how much of a game changer life insurance is. Even if they don't die for 40 more years, it will still be necessary for things like paying debts and funeral arrangements. Not having it is a huge disservice to anyone they leave behind. And cautious potential 35 says, not the asshole. My husband and I have kids that age without being old enough that we have a 27 year old. We have life insurance to be sure that if something unexpected happens, the remaining one will still be able to keep the house. She sends the kids on school trips and other things we agree kids should have. And California Jade says, why are they upset? You're being realistic. You can't afford to raise two children on your income, plus with two kids. Life insurance is a really excellent idea and should something happen to either of them? Do they own their own home and think that the sale of their home would be adequate? It's hard to understand their thinking, not the arsehole. And in Anna's pocket says not the arsehole, it is a completely reasonable thing to ask. I actually think it's irresponsible for anyone with young children to not have life insurance. And the comments continue following this trend. So we have one more from Master Manipulation saying, not the arsehole. As an older sibling, when discussing this with parents, we all agreed life insurance is a must. Now, what do you guys think of this one? Do you have a different perspective on this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Now this next story, which I think one might be a common occurrence, so I thought I'd read this one, which is Ice Devonmon CF1990 saying, am I the arsehole for ordering a more expensive drink on a night out? So I was on a night out with my father, girlfriend, and a few cousins. We went to a place and put 20 pound each into a whip, pot of money, which we order round of drinks till it's gone. <laughs> Sorry to laugh at that. Me and my friends always used to call it a walnut whip which is a whip round. <laughs> After a few pints, I fancied a spiced rum, of which I usually have a double measure. There were a couple of extras on this round too, and it came to five pounds, more than the average. My father immediately blames me for the rising cost, so to save any arguments, I just switched back to beer for the rest of the evening. One of our cousins asked me if I switched back to beer because of his comment and says not to be silly if that was the case. I just said no, I only fancied the one. 
Today, however, he decides to pull me and educate me that it's rude to order a more expensive drink than everyone else. Am I the asshole? Now, hear me out first, because I kind of get the logic as someone who. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Goes to the pub. <laughs> I, and I kind of understand where OP might be coming from. Like, you drink a few pints in the night, you know, if you're a four or five deep and you start getting bloated and stuff like that. So, you'd like a short. So, I kind of understand why he would switch to a spice rum or a short drink just like that. But the, the problem is, and putting myself into that person's shoes, you just, and I'm not sure what the etiquette is on whips, whip rounds and stuff like that, because usually when I go on a night out, I don't care what's happening with the money, as long as everyone's having a good time. However, putting myself in OP shoes in this situation and that happening and me fancying a shorter drink rather than, you know, a pint, I think I'd be too embarrassed to, you know, ask for a, a double short, knowing it's going to cost everyone, everyone would be buying that drink rather than it being shared equally so it's hard i i, I don't want to call you a massive arsehole because you're not a massive arsehole in this it was just a mistake so a very light arsehole from me on this one and we'll start with lisp off saying you're the arsehole if everyone is going on drinks like that it's assumed that everyone will be drinking similarly priced items it's not fair to put in an equal amount of money everyone order beer relatively cheap and then one person order a mixed drink relatively pricey most mixed drinks where I am are double the cost of a domestic beer. So you really got one drink for the price of two and shorted someone else a drink. Your spiced rum should have been brought outside the whip slash pot. And Jub Jub says, you're the arsehole. Yes, if money is pulled, then drinks should all be around the same cost. If someone is having more expensive drinks, it means everyone else misses out. Buy your own expensive drinks next time. And Hillman314 says, sorry, but you're the arsehole. If everybody contributes an equal amount of money in, but somebody takes a larger amount out with more expensive or more rounds for drinks, that seems greedy. Other people are subsidizing your drinks instead of equally splitting. It's like going to a restaurant with a friend and you order lobster, they order soup, and then you split the bill. Been in that situation before. And Danny B3 says, if you're all putting in money to share, you should be taking the same as the others, so you're the arsehole. It's just good manners to not take more than your fair share or to pay the difference separately for that one drink. And we'll have one more from Storky0613 saying, you're the asshole, but gently. If it were me, I wouldn't have minded you order the, the one more expensive drink. But also, if I were you, I would have tossed a bit extra into the pot to make up for it. Especially if someone complained. And I just did scroll down a little bit further as well. And there was a comment from OP who says, at this point, I'd like to point out that my cousin even said to me to continue drinking rum if I like and to not listen to my dad's complaint. 
Like I said, I didn't mean to cause any issues and in all honesty, if I had known just how much more it would have cost, I wouldn't have bothered because I can't justify a few extra pounds for a shorter drink. But again, I'll accept that the general consensus is that it's bad manners. In closing, at the end of the night, there was just over 12 pounds change from the pot, which went in my father's pockets anyway. What? Is that a twist in the tail I hear right here? I think the father's the asshole. If he's pocketing the money at the end of the night, it needs to be split equally. That's not that's not how the pot works. <laughs> My word. What do you guys make of this one? And we move on to the next story. Wow, a twist right at the end. That's a first. And our next story comes from Unending Tylus. Am I the asshole for saying I wouldn't wear a suit at a wedding? That already happened. I attended a co-worker's wedding a little over a month ago. I had known about the wedding since February-ish and was invited. It was on a Sunday. Problem is, I work on Sunday by myself. I couldn't get the day off even a few months beforehand because we have no casuals to fill in due to the skeleton crew. The ceremony was set about 45 minutes after work and I would not have time to change, then head back. I don't like shopping for clothes, wouldn't know where to get something nice and I'm hypersensitive with clothes. The bride, Kay, asked me what I was wearing and I said, the nicest button-up shirt I could find and some slacks, but I have to get changed in my car like the classy bitch I am. She asked, why not a suit? I said, I have nowhere to get changed. She said, and I quote, that's fine, just try the best you can. It is more important to me that you're there anyway. Now, I don't have a suit. I don't have dressy clothes. I work in a low-level manufacturing role and I've never really been to an event that's necessitated a suit funerals, weddings, interviews. Nah. I iron my clothes, beige slacks, pastel pink button-up, no dress shoes, don't have them. I got a comment from some old woman, just shrugged and said, bride doesn't care. Did the wedding reception, drove home. Now this is a few days ago. Three of my co-workers were busy and we're talking about drinks. One co-worker says he loves to get dressed up and hit the town. They started talking about clothes. I say, oh yeah, I don't have anything really nice. It's why I dress like a cartoon character. They know I wear very similar clothes because I latch onto a brand that I like and tend to stick with it. Another coworker says, oh, you don't have a suit or anything. I say, no. He goes, so you've never been to anything big? I said, yeah, once, but there's no way I would have worn a suit anyway. I can't stand a lot of clothes. Kay overheard me and got annoyed. She dragged me to the side and asked if I had the time, I would have worn a suit. I said, no, it's been super cold recently and barely speaking to me. Am I the arsehole? And we'll start straight away with this one with Raspberry Red saying soft you're the arsehole. You didn't have a suit and didn't buy one for a wedding. That's okay. You wouldn't have where to check you wouldn't have anywhere to change anyway. But you didn't have to tell the bride that you wouldn't have worn it anyway. It's important to her. She didn't make a fuss because you're important too, and she just wanted you there. But you could have been nicer and said that if you had one you'd have worn it, just for her sake, so she wouldn't get upset then there'd be no assholes. Your reaction was just a little tactless. And Zebedee says, I don't understand what the difference is in changing into trousers and a shirt in your car and changing into a suit in your car. A suit is just a jacket over the top of those things, but mildly you're the arsehole. And if you're sensitive with clothes, I'd go suit shopping now while you aren't under time pressure. You'll need one at some point. And Redditor says, soft you're the arsehole. Saying you wouldn't have worn a suit to a wedding when you know Kay wanted you to is rude. It's clear she wanted you to because she asked why you weren't wearing one initially and then agreed because she wanted you there. 
and we'll have one more from Firefly232 saying and quoting, I've never really been to an event that has necessitated a suit, funerals, weddings, interviews, nah. And then says, you just went to someone's wedding, edited to add, life events will keep happening. You mentioned that you have a sensitivity to certain clothes. You might want to consider looking for a suit or something dressy looking now before you really need to. If you want to smooth over Kay's feelings, reminder that you had to get changed in your car and would not have been able to wear a suit. Now, what do you guys think of this situation? How do you think Opie handled it? Were they, you know, right? Should they have just made an effort and got the suit? Or do you think they was just tactless in their approach to the bride after the fact? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for refusing to let my ex have Father's Day with our kids so her husband can celebrate with them? Ex and I divorced 11 years ago. We have two teens aged 14 and 13. Kids live primarily with me because when she left, it was to be with her current husband who lived in another town. I remained primary custodian because I wasn't the moving parent. She was, which was causing the upheaval. Anyway, they see the kids every other weekend, extended periods during summer and for every other holiday. X and her husband have three kids together. X has always asked that we alternate Father's Day, that we alternate Father's Day since the kids have known him most of their lives and because they have siblings through him and it's important to celebrate the day as a family sometimes. I always said no because they are my kids and I want to see them Father's Day. This year seems to be the year pissing them off the most because the kids are choosing to not spend an extended period of the summer with them and she thinks it's more important than ever for them to have that family time. For those memories to be made with their family. She and her husband have been texting me all morning with their annoyance at my decision and I have even had her family on my case about it. It's weighed me down enough. I've been called an arsehole enough that I have to ask. Am I the arsehole? And we're going to start with Always Sunny on this one saying you're their father and your ex thinks you're somehow the arsehole for wanting to spend Father's Day with your own children. 100% not the arsehole. To which OP replies, yeah, because her husband has been a good father figure in their lives and he is a father of their siblings. I don't fully believe it, but the doubt is there because this has been a constant in my ear for about two months now. And OKMO2038 says not the arsehole, hell, most paperwork nowadays have it pre-printed that the kids will spend Father's Day with their father and Mother's Day with their mother. Remind them that Father's Day is not a family holiday, it's about celebrating their father and since he's not their father, they won't be spending it with them. If it pisses her off, so be it, her pissiness is not your problem. And Droopy says not the arsehole, unless she lets you have the kids every other Mother's Day. And Neon Anonymous says, so my ex and I separated when our kid was one and a half and has no real memories that don't involve her stepdad, my husband and stepmom, ex's wife. She has siblings at both families. I get every Mother's Day and ex gets every Father's Day because we are her mother and father. We celebrate Stepfather's Day the weekend after and they do the same with Stepmother's Day. My point is, you are their dad, you get Father's Day and I'd say every single Father's Day they're also in an age now where they can where they can and should be expressing where they want to spend their time and you and your ex have to honor and respect that even if it's not what you want. You're 100% not the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Do you agree with OP on this or not? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. 
And what are your verdicts on all of today's stories? If you have a moment of your time to share them, of course, never any pressure to do so. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel today and getting involved. You make a huge difference in what you do. And if you do have a moment of your time, would you please consider clicking that like button as well? As again, it hugely helps out. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. I got food up in the fridge Y'all keep looking for that new way I think I like it how it is Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.